chapter nine, Raiders of the Lost Ark. So what the hell was that all about? Strange asked as Loki led him to the library. I have no idea what you were referring to, Loki responded, just to be difficult. I thought Thor's eyes were going to bug out of his head when you went up and hugged that woman. Who was she? Lady Eyre is the head healer here on Asgard and one of our mother's closest friends. So why would it be so odd that you hugged her? Strange asked as Loki opened the giant golden doors to the library and gestured for the sorcerer to precede him inside. I don't, well, didn't, do casual affection, Loki explained, but Strange was no longer listening to him. Loki couldn't help the pleased grin as he looked up at the mountains of books contained within the library. It really was a stunning sight. Several stories of sturdy wooden bookcases linked by rows upon rows of ladders. Not that anyone really needed them. The roof was a glass dome with a magical treatment so the light wouldn't damage even the oldest of tomes. There were rows of tables and chairs running through the center of the hall, but around and tucked in between the shelves were dozens of nooks with overstuffed chairs and smaller tables. Loki was immediately relaxed and at home, surrounded by dark wood, leather bindings, and the pleasantly musty smell of old paper. I could stay here and read for the rest of my life, and I'd barely make a dent, Strange breathed. I could stay here and read for the rest of my life, and I still wouldn't get through half, Loki responded pleasantly. This place is wonderful, isn't it? It's my favorite in all of Asgard. Loki led Strange over to one of his favorite corners. It had decent light, but more importantly, the comfiest chairs. On the way, they passed by an old tapestry that portrayed Loki and Thor performing some feat of bravery or another. Loki really couldn't remember the specifics. Strange pointed to it, eyebrows high. Loki rolled his eyes and gestured for Strange to sit. I swear, I keep forgetting you're actually a prince, and then I see things like that, Strange whispered. I suppose you never have been to New Asgard, have you? Loki mused, in a normal tone of voice. Oddly, the mortal winced. Loki shot him a confused look. Don't you have rules about not talking in a library, Strange asked, once again in a whisper. No. Loki said, understanding now, but we do have spells that prevent others from hearing any sounds made outside their sphere to prevent distraction. Oh, the sorcerer said at a normal volume, looking chagrined. So where's the Asgardian version of a card catalog? There isn't one, said Loki, grinning wildly. The mortal was going to love this. The shelves are all spelled. You just think on the subject that you're looking on information about. Suddenly, six books appeared on the table in front of Loki, stacked neatly in order of relevance. Strange whistled, grinned, and five books appeared in front of him. I would have killed for something like this when I was writing my dissertation. Strange started sifting through the titles of the books in front of him, all related to alternate universes and dimensional theory. Loki subtly tilted his stack so the mortal couldn't see any of the titles. Shall we then? So what's the deal with you and Bucky? Strange asked after several hours of study. Loki didn't even look up from his book. We're secret lovers. Oh, okay, Strange responded. Loki did look up at the unexpected reaction. The sorcerer went back to reading for a moment before his face froze in confusion, his brain apparently processing that response. Wait, what? Loki chuckled. What brought him up? What could you possibly be reading that would make you think to ask that? Strange waved the book in front of Loki so he could read the title. Dimensional Energy Fluctuations. Loki raised an eyebrow in question. Oh, it has nothing to do with the book, but I'm going cross-eyed from the ridiculous verbosity. Can none of you speak plainly? Do our words not flow trippingly on the tongue for your pleasure? Loki asked with a wry smile. Strange rolled his eyes. Truly, you're looking for a rest. You wish to spend it asking about Barnes and I? I'm working myself up to all the weirdness with how magic is viewed here. Figured I'd lull you into easy conversation in your favorite place before hitting you with the hard questions. But now you've given yourself away. 
Strange shrugged. I am still curious, though. You're the only one he'll really talk to, hell, make eye contact with outside of Steve, yet you're a raging asshole with practically everyone. Willing to spill? What kind of raging asshole would I be if I spilled my secrets so readily? Oh now, come on. Some of my favorite people are asses, Strange cajoled. Add yourself in there and you have a deal, Loki bargained. Me? I'm not an asshole. Strange tried to look offended, but his face was breaking into a smile. I'm an arrogant bastard. There's a difference. Loki did laugh at that. Okay, for that you get your wish. He thought for a moment about how much he was willing to reveal. Strange was acting somewhat bearable lately. He had said he trusted Loki more or less, and wanted to bring them to something less adversarial. And it wasn't as if Barnes' background was a secret. I can relate far better to Barnes' past than anyone else currently on Earth. To be honest, all I know about Barnes was that he was tortured and brainwashed, sent to kill people by Hydra. Loki nodded. We also have the dubious task of keeping our blonde, do-gooder adopted brothers from getting themselves killed he continued, accepting Strange's words without hanging upon them, wondering how Strange would move forward with that information. The next several moments were tense, while Loki and Strange stared at one another. Strange was obviously contemplating if he wanted to delve into Loki's answer, and Loki was waiting for the response. Finally, the sorcerer decided to speak. So what's the deal with magic here? Strange asked. Loki chuckled. I'm honestly not certain where to begin. There's a lot of history and social context to that question. Sure. Magic is all around us here. You guys use it in everything. Your technology, your library, everywhere. Strange paused for confirmation. Loki nodded for him to go on. But Thor had to get sorcerers from Vanaheim to cast that spell. There were no sorcerers in Asgard, other than you. And the way you reacted to it make me think it wasn't something he would normally do. That he'd look down upon it. But that doesn't make any sense. Think of magic like electricity. You don't need to know how to generate it to be able to use devices that require it, yes? Strange nodded. That's how magic is used here on Asgard, primarily. Through knowledge and study, one years ago, relied upon, but not thought much of. While your technology is ever adapting and improving, ours was established long ago and has continued without old wisdom that it is not broken, there's no need to repair. I believe it's a factor of our long lives. We're unchanging, eternal, yet stunted. So if everything is operating perfectly, what need is there for someone who wields magic? What could we possibly need them for? Strange nodded, looking thoughtful, but he didn't say anything, expecting Loki to continue. Unlike learning to be an electrical engineer, some people are born with the spark of magic in them. Some of the more powerful will do magic whether they wish it or no, often manifesting in specific forms related to their personality, like Thor's lightning. Women who are born this way are all trained to be healers. Men are taught enough to control the power they have and are expected to leave it at that. Why are women and men treated differently with magic? Isn't it all the same when you're born? Why are some careers on Midgard traditionally gender segregated? I wouldn't say women are treated less precisely, but they are treated as other. I believe the very controversial saying would be separate but equal, which is, of course, where you come in, Strange said, smiling in anticipation. Ah, uh, yes. I believe it's a function of my nature. The god of mischief, wreaking chaos. I was never fated to play by the rules. When you add that to a mother who was from Vanaheim and quite the accomplished sorceress herself, along with my dubious roots slightly influencing a certain amount of gender fluidity, of course I wanted nothing but to learn magic. I learned to fight as well, certainly. Rarely lost, and never if I was allowed to use my magic. 
except sometimes against Thor. But I was always denigrated, always seen as other. That's ridiculous. Obviously, you can't expect to succeed in a society if you just try to keep everything the same. There's always going to be new problems, new threats. Like the scroll, Strange argued. I agree. It's a point I brought up to my father time and time again, to no avail. Thor, both in this universe and our own, seems to be learning that lesson. This one turning to a fairly ingenious spell is a good sign. Loki examined the markings on his blue hand for a moment. And in our universe, I now have five students, boys and girls, learning all forms of sorcery, not just healing. It's a step in the right direction. Strange looked uneasy for a moment, and Loki wondered what he had said to turn the man so introspective. He opened his mouth to speak, and then closed it again with a slight shake of the head. Loki raised an eyebrow. He wasn't sure he had ever seen the mortal so unsure about what was going to come out of his mouth. Finally, do you think I could learn your magic? Growing fondness aside, Loki couldn't help the immensely satisfied smile that question brought to his face. Strange shook his head exasperatedly, but still waited for Loki's answer. Perhaps. I've yet to meet a mortal who has been born with the spark. Scarlet Witch would be the closest approximate, and that she has internal sources of magic, even if they were sparked by an outside force rather than inborn. You do have some small, reasonable grasp on your magic that I do believe we could adapt to my own to serve your purposes. Perhaps even find a way to create stores of magic for you to tap into as I do my own. I might be convinced to put some effort into the matter. Loki grinned at the mental image of the Sorcerer Supreme sitting on the floor with Loki's newest students. It was rather delicious. Uh-huh. And what would I have to do for you to convince you? Strange asked, copping onto Loki's game immediately. Honestly, Loki couldn't think of a thing at the moment. The satisfaction was its own reward. But he couldn't let his aspiring pupil off that easily. He was sure there would be something down the line where it would be useful to have the so-called Sorcerer Supreme in his debt. I suppose I would agree to some favor, to be granted as needed at a time in the future. I can't even fully describe the amount of dread that thought causes. But I want to learn, Strange said, the last bit with certainty. That is what I like about you, Strange. I've always respected a desire to learn. Is it just me, or is this crossing a bit close into friendly? Strange asked suddenly. Hmm, I agree. Be about your task, mortal. I'm ready to be rid of your company. Loki shooed the sorcerer to return to the book he had been avoiding. Neither man mentioned if they noticed the small smile in the other's face. But he couldn't let his aspiring pupil off that easily. He was sure there would be something down the line where it would be useful to have the so-called Sorcerer Supreme in his debt. I suppose I would agree to some favor, to be granted as needed at a time in the future. I can't even fully describe the amount of dread that thought causes. But I want to learn, Strange said, the last bit with certainty. That is what I like about you, Strange. I've always respected a desire to learn. Is it just me, or is this crossing a bit close into friendly? Strange asked suddenly. Hmm, I agree. Be about your task, mortal. I'm ready to be rid of your company. Loki shooed the sorcerer to return to the book he had been avoiding. Neither man mentioned if they noticed the small smile in the other's face.